9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Hey, welcome back to Go Plug Yourself. On this week, we have Don and Andrew from Forget the Box. Now, if you've been in the Montreal art scene for any amount of time, which if you're listening to this podcast, you might have been, you definitely remember Forget the Box. And unfortunately, it kind of, let's say, petered out. But it's been revived as forgettheBox.ca by none other than Andrew, who is one of our guests on the show. Uh, Andrew's the creative director over there now. Uh, Don McSweeney, also on the show, is the editor-in-chief. And they talk about sort of the revival of Forget the Box, the Montreal art scene, what they're trying to do to help the Montreal art scene. And I guess there's two things that we want to mention. One, uh, Forget the Box is uh, has an Indiegogo fundraiser that's ongoing right now that you might want to look into. And two is that they're also looking for contributors. You can reach out to uh, Don for that, actually. Uh, Don at forgettheBox.ca if you want to contribute. Um, so yeah, so you should listen to this show. If you like the vibe, these are good people. These are fun people. You can go to forgettheBox.ca to read articles about like the music, arts, culture, comedy scene of Montreal, basically just the art scene of Montreal. And uh, you can, you know, also listen to this show. Uh, Lawrence Corber is my co-host on this one. Enjoy it, everybody. Bye. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. Go plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. It's time for another Go Plug Yourself podcast. Fucking it's Friday night and you're like, I don't have enough money to go out drinking. Yeah, I can't. Have, what the fuck do I do? Be like, how, do you have twelve dollars on you? You're gonna have the best night a dollar cent. Because you get it late. That's that's a six pack popcorn in a movie. Yeah, <laughs> right. Hundred percent. I, I would do that at Cinema Du Park too. Oh, nice. They would bring. I worked. You're at classy, Andrew. <laughs> I worked at Seagulls for years, and they would come over and bring us these coupons that were like, you get in for a dollar. Very nice. If you bring yeah. this coupon. So, so that, I that am was recording it. now. So don't you nice. know? Don't say anything nope. liable. No more. No more racial. <laughs> no more racial slurs. Well, well, I'm just <laughs> listen. I was just sort of like, uh oh, if we're talking about this. And then. <laughs> just be sure you can buy I started dealing <laughs> drugs in the back of Cinema Du Park. We're like, no. No. Come don't. On. Would have been very lucrative, though. I'm, I'm sure. Behind I'm Cinema sure. Du Park. Oh, is my God. Bad. That's a sketchy area. Yeah. I also liked it when, uh, when Dollar Cinema started to, like, put the older movies in. That was I, fun. I oh, saw. Yeah. Uh, it was the first one. So it would have been Temple of Doom. Like, I saw Indiana Jones and the Temple of wow. Doom at Cinema's Park. Cool. I watched that two nights ago. I but I, not on a big screen. No, not like <laughs> that. That's true. But, that's, but th- I find now, post-pandemic, going to the theater is such a slog. It's so avoidable now. It used to be one of my favorite things to do. And now it's like completely... Unless ah. it's something that I really need... It's a movie I need to see immediately, which happens l- less and less often. But I find like it's just not... Going, to a, going to a Cineplex is... is yeah, uh, yeah. That's pointless. Now, I... You know, I saw Woody Allen's all of his movies at Bloor Street Cinema in Toronto. That's cool. Uh, I love when they play the old movies, yeah. right? Because like then you get to see them as like how often are you going to see Woody Allen's or or David Lynch's movies yeah. as they were meant. You're like, right. right, right. He is classy, seen, right? <laughs> A little bit. Uh, no. Well, we were like, um, I've always loved. We've only like, been to Texas the one time, but like you know the Alamo Draft House and the concept of it—if that yeah. means anything to you. So like what they've done nothing. is they t- they bought out these like old yeah. theaters. So like imagine like an old there. like Cineplex Odeon okay. in a mall, and what they do is they remove every second row to kind of like l- have a lot of space, and they put in like a little bar, 
and then they kind of like serve you beer and stuff as you go. So it's kind of like the middle ground between going to a regular cinema and like the, the VIP, VIP stuff. stuff. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, they yeah. all like they always are rotating about like half their screens are just classic movies. Like when we went down to San Antonio, we got to see like Psycho. Like yeah. which I was like again, I'm like I it was like it was di- on the it was like screen. it was digital. Yeah, it cool. wasn't like a film print, but whatever. I'm like I'm well, like, stop. It's still such a, I'm it's still, still as big don't as be so fucking to. precious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just it was digital. Was it was it was my God. But you could tell. But <laughs> come on, I watch things on my phone. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, you shouldn't be watching cinematic masterpieces. On Absolutely, your phone. and I I'm, I'm the classy one. I watch them on a projector against a toaster. I don't give a fuck. Amen. Who is oh. Oh my god, what was the, the, the quote that I saw the other day? It was who was the guy who made Natural Born Killers? Oliver, Oliver Stone? Stone. Yeah, Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone was like, I don't like John Wick 4. I saw it on a plane. It's completely unbelievable. And everyone's like, You saw it on a plane? You saw it on a plane. <laughs> I was like, But that's fine. I'm like, If you're Oliver Stone and you're like, I don't like this movie, you watched it on a plane. You can't really get mad. Yeah. Like, it's not like you like. Not to mention, okay, first of all, in 1994, there was one movie that was playing on the plane, and you had to watch that shit. Yes. <laughs> now you have a little touch screen where yeah, if you're not you enjoying chose. John Wick Four, you can be like, mm, "Black Swan." But also, like, you, can, you don't the have screens to be there. aren't even that And small. again, you yeah. have your own phone. Yeah, and you also <laughs> yes. have your phone. You can watch whatever you wanted. <laughs> and but also, you can bring a laptop. Filled yeah. up with your own movies and right. just watch him go. Is oh, Oliver Stone flying commercial? Is that hundred percent? Uh, <laughs> I bet you he's watching John Wick and he's like elbowing the guy in the ribs next to him, be like, "You believe this shit?" And you're like, "Leave me alone, Oliver Stone." Fuck. And I love that. The, take, the takeaway is that like John Wick four is not a believable film. I'm like, they're John deflecting bullets with their suits. All first, right. of all, first of all, <laughs> like, the first I love John the John Wick movies. Mm. My favorite genre of film. I know we've been talking about classics. I know we've been talking psycho. We've been talking. Let me let me tell you this. My favorite genre of film is fucking dumb action movies. Yeah. <laughs> like str- like just like the the Fast and Furious where they could just like crack the road with a car or whatever the fu- all the Marvel movies. Give me Got that it. shit immediately all the time. Yeah. Absolutely. And John John Wick turned that into art. In my yeah, opinion. it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's great. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, and your your issue is it's not believable. I'm like, you know, no Oliver Stone, who made Natural Born Killers. Right, exactly. It's <laughs> a very believable film. <laughs> Ish. Come on. They, I feel they get shot at a lot and do not get hit. How many? <laughs> movies, but yeah, but I feel like every movie they're like, it's like the stormtrooper thing. How many like arrows were shot at uh, Indiana Jones at the end of Temple of Doom that missed him? But yeah, but that's not all. Of that's because he was agile. Stone. But now he's doing it deep into his seventies with the destiny, the Dial of Destiny, whatever the fuck it's called. So eighty-one. Are you serious? He's, he's 81. 81. He's know? also going to be in the next Hulk movie. Yeah, no. I heard. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Mark Ruffalo was talking about it. He's going to be in the next Hulk movie. He's, uh, they had William Hurt okay. as Betty Ross's father, and then he's yeah, no, lo- no longer with us, so Harrison Ford's going to take over that role. Wow. Yes. Oh, man. And uh, also, what's with the names getting shittier on in the end? I was thinking about that. Like, Dial Destiny, I was like, that's bad. And then I was like, Crystal Skull, that's also bad. And yeah. I was like, but then the other ones, and I realized... Temple of Doom is an all-time great movie. Yeah. Though. Yeah, but I'm like, it's temp- like, Temple of Doom, yes. Last Crusade, also Raiders good. of the Lost Ark. And Raiders of the Lost Ark. Also good. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I'm like, because you know why? They're, it's not the stuff that they're chasing. Whereas 4 and 5, it's the thing they're chasing. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, that's a shitty title. Yeah. It's not like Indiana Jones and the thing he's chasing. I'm yeah. like, that's not... <laughs> <laughs> Like Avengers and the cube. You're like, nah, yeah. this is not. Exactly. Like this. Avengers fight Thanos this time. The one yeah. about the glove. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Avengers fight Thanos again, but this time they win. <laughs> 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 exactly. That's what I'm saying. I was like, if they had been like Indiana Jones and the like 
chase of the dial, or I don't know what the right answer is, but it's yeah. just the thing. Throw an adjective out. in there. Yeah, yeah exactly. 100%. That's it. Apparently, there's a lot of him playing his younger self because thanks to AI and Steven Spielberg oh, having no. 40 years of him on film, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're going to go back in time a lot. No. It looks real good. Like, but I, I'm glad I can still tell the difference. Though. I forget what movie it was. They did that once with De Niro, where De Niro played oh, no, a no, young... Oh, no, no, no. You're thinking of the... Godfather 3. No, 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 no. Irishman. Thank oh, you. It's yeah. the worst. They, okay, when he's so young, but he's still hot. Yes. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> so his face looks like prime De Niro, but his like body the, the and his physicality <laughs> is like an old man. Yes. Oh, it's, it's and he's supposed to like beat up some ruffians outside yeah, yeah, yeah. of the thing, and he's like hobbles and over he can't, and can't. And, and you see his body's all stiff and immobile, which is fine because he's earned that through a lifetime of living. <laughs> but he shouldn't. It doesn't. You know. He's like. I just got married and I have a baby on the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's seriously, like that's young, right. He has this young, lineless face, and then he's walking. And you could also his hands look, just look old as fuck. They don't. They guys they didn't put any work onto his hands. Guys so can't like, do hands. We know that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so they just hundred <laughs> percent cannot do hands. He's just wailing on people with these old ass meat hooks <laughs> and these fucking young face. It's preposterous. Yeah. It tripped me out when they DH Michael Caine and Ant Man because yes. his voice yes. still sounded yeah. like an old fucking man, yeah, but he yeah. was he was young. It's He's so like I, you know and but <laughs> well that was why that's why Jet Li isn't in the Matrix. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's why. That's no, 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 why. because they wanted to digitally scan him and his moves and all that stuff. And, oh, and, he, and, like, no. and he was like, no thanks. Yeah. Like, That's yeah. good call. He's like, That's my craft. Yeah. It's my existence. It's like my, all of my kung fu moves and stuff like that are like honed as being Jet Li and like my face and my all that stuff. And he's like, nah. Mm. Well, Jackie Chan did the same thing. They yeah. asked him like, to like take all of his and he has like a this huge catalog of movies and they're like can we yeah. just take your stuff and put yeah. it and he's like no just let it be and have someone else do it like, yeah yeah just find yeah, another done. action star it doesn't yes. need to be me forever yeah. like stop yeah. stop doing that it's so weird I'm not the last one yeah, yeah. well Sam Jackson did that also he was like he's like literally he's like every contract that Disney tries to get me to sign has like likeness in perpetuity and he's like I just crossed that shit out yeah <laughs> he's yeah, like, I believe it too and, and the people across the table are like whatever you want sure, Mr. Jackson that, yes, yes Mr. Jackson <laughs> speaking of likeness in perpetuity I I'm watching a Netflix documentary about the American Gladiators. Oh, the show. Yes. oh yeah, no, I hear have it was. I have, I have heard of it, but I haven't seen it. It's wild. These people got screwed so hard. Oh my! Everyone, go watch this documentary. It's so well, fucking interesting. They looked interesting. at what wrestling did, and they were like, "We'll do that." So they, 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 <laughs> they wanted to take pieces of it, but basically, what they did is they the these people got saying. fucking yeah destroyed with the contract. Yeah. So they just signed a contract went before any of them were making any money in perpetuity. Forever. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. So when the when the show was making millions of dollars You're and still it was still getting like fifty, they had better episode. ratings than the NFL. Let's go, Iceman. <laughs> they're not making. <laughs> they're like, not making any money. Can't at all. make rent. Yeah. Aren't you one of the American gladiators? Yeah. You're like shopping at a bodega. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. It's <laughs> the fucking food stamps and shit. It's unbelievable. Uh, so our guests, Lawrence. Oh yeah, we should do that. <laughs> We should definitely do that. Just been ten minutes in, I feel is the appropriate time to introduce them. You play uh, the credits when you need to play the. Yeah, credits. that's it. Um, reformed, rebooted. Forget the box. Re- rebooted. Rebooted. We could call it reboot. Reboot. Re- I like revive. Revive insinuates oh. that it was gasping on the floor. Yeah, exactly. I'm not it. already dead. Because it, it wasn't. Rebooting it wasn't the like franchise. Yeah, we okay. rebooted the franchise. Because it wasn't all. Was it was dying slash dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. That's it accurate. Fully accurate. Yeah. I was, I was, yeah. Okay. So anyway, so Don, Don and Andrew from Forget the Box. Don yes. is the editor-in-chief. Andrew is... Creative director. Creative director. Yeah. Real titles. At the podcast, we're just like, I'm Lawrence, I'm Keith. Yeah. We yeah. Do, we do with the I podcast. don't have a title. Can I have a title? Keith? Well, the reboot came uh, with titles, uh, right? What do you want? 
Oh, what do you got? I'm not making the first offer in this negotiation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, usually, I usually sign when I put media applications as like founder, editor, in chief. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's I love that for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about me right now. I know. So I'm just saying, I'm saying so. Yeah, that's a big I'm saying so. Yeah. It's got to be like below. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not trying to usurp you here. That's this what is I'm not saying. A I'm not going to putting you down on the. Okay. So you are founder. Slash editor-in-chief. Slash editor-in-chief. Yeah, 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 Okay. So I have, like, two credits. So like okay. I feel that I'm, like, uh, I'm going to have an operating role yes. and a board role. Both okay. So that's I don't mind. want an operating role. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not going to do any of that. What if we do, uh, I don't know. I feel I like feel that I could make you and Chris vice presidents of podcasting. Oh, my gosh. I would like to, okay. I would like for both of us to be presidents of podcasting, vice presidents. I would like to be a senior vice president. Oh, and I would like Chris just to be vice president. <laughs> but I won't tell him. Until don't tell him. And then once it shows up and I want him to ask. Ask about it, <laughs> and both of us feign ignorance, just like we're like, I don't know how this happened, bro. I'm so sorry. As soon as you start legal, giving them titles, they're gonna legal, legal, yeah, well, legal look, push to yeah, look, we just, yeah, <laughs> well, look, we had regulatory take a look, and unfortunately, we're not able to make an amendment at this time. But thank you for your contribution. We'll bring it up at the next meeting, <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> which you're not invited yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow Walter would be something. Like yeah, well, no, like Walter. Walter's <laughs> gonna have just a fucking title out of nowhere. Yeah, he'll just be like, what? What do you mean? There's titles now. Yeah. <laughs> Retired from the show. He's two, actually at the door two right years now. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We slapped a title on Abby in that same way. Oh. She's Whoa, com- what is community it? ambassador. Oh, nice. that's nice. Right, that's great. Right. Yeah, community yeah. ambassador is nice because it feels important. It looks great on a CV. And push comes to shove, you can just kind of fuck around. You're like, I'm ambassadoring the community. <laughs> she's, I mean, she's the one you know, to, the com- to the comedy community. Oh, she's that's a uh, big sense, right? You know? We want to uh, build up more of them, right? Liaison, to, uh, that's a wonderful yeah. Perfect. Liaison sounded like I had to pay or something, though. Yeah. You yes. know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry, my dog is stealing a sock. <laughs> Zelda, no! <laughs> that's not your sock. But yeah, no, yeah, uh, yeah, like community, community, community ambassador. ambassador yeah. yeah, it's it's also and like I don't mean like we we're making fun, but like it's it's not if you're doing something and you're working for I forget the box or whatever, like it doesn't you can put that shit on your CV, like absolutely. you know what I mean? Sure, I'm like like, like put like even if it is something that's done on a volunteer basis or whatever have you, like you like that's CVs sometimes. are also like the same now so yeah. you're like oh i actually was community ambassador and this and that even if it's just like a like a a, a flavor on your cv yeah. well, it people, still people sets tell you me apart you know i yeah. didn't I, n- I never put stand-up comedy on my cv or on my linkedin and yeah. then i was talking to someone and they're like you have to put Absolutely. that shit yeah, you definitely do i was like okay cool yeah if djs can do it DJs, yeah. DJs, should, <laughs> djs should never do it DJs <laughs> i bet you that of everyone yeah they're oh, the yeah. ones yeah <laughs> The whole category yeah. for DJ DJs party on time, yo! I've done Stevie's bar mitzvah. I've done this. You're like, oh no, come on, man. Okay, DJs, so I go, I'm no, I'm stopping you right there. <laughs> DJs had a, we just had a DJ on last time. <laughs> well, but not a real that no? DJ, but a real DJ, not like a not a wedding DJ. Okay, we had a real so DJ. Of, oh, uh, like a CDJ. I guess. Yeah, no, the guy like presses shuffle on his iPod. Yeah. He's like, let's go! <laughs> exactly, that's it. Out of everyone I've, I've had the, the pleasure of working with in the entertainment industry, I've got to work with dancers, singers, burlesque performers. DJs are the most difficult fucking people Absolutely. by <laughs> far <laughs> to deal with. I'm not even surprised. It's not even... It's not they even don't spend much time outside of their bedroom, though. It's unbelievable. You Every know? time I would deal with you a gotta DJ... You got to practice those transitions. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Anyway, now that I'm done ragging on DJs, I humbly accept the role of Senior Vice President of Podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, so, for the listeners, I mean, I guess you guys could do a better story. What was Forget the Box and what is Forget the Box now? I mean, Dawn's been with Forget the Box for a uh, dozen years, she told me today. A so, dozen she years. could probably describe what years. it was before. Right. 
It started in 2009, and then I uh, found it in 2011, and I wanted... I did. I was looking for a place to submit my work, and I was like, wait, you guys are from Montreal. And then next thing you know, I was writing into uh, the 2020s. (laughs) 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 Uh, To very little acclaim. And, uh, you know, it was definitely a labor of love. And then... uh, when I met Andrew and he started being like, hey, have you thought of covering this person? You want to go to this show? Have you thought about maybe interviewing this person? And then he was like, wait, I think I give you more jobs than your editor. And next thing you know, here we are. Yeah, I was just sending her out to a bunch of shit, mostly shit I was doing. And I was like, you're going to cover this now and you're going to cover this now. and you're gonna, But I, there was nothing happening on the, the, the .NET. So yeah. that's what I was like, oh, maybe I should just take it. Take it. Uh, but I mean, it's, that's you know, the, happened. the name, the name itself is, uh, it like is it's cute, right? Well, like it's, 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 sure. it's a, it's a, it's, it's a clever name. It's I also, I also think that like, it, it's, it's also like, like I know it's again, it's very 2023 or whatever, but like branding matters and it is a brand. And if you say it, I feel almost not everyone, but like there's a good chunk of the Montreal arts community that is at least going to be like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget the box. They had was some like interaction <laughs> with it. <laughs> yeah. Along you know, the way, was right? that important for you? Cause if say if initially you guys had mentioned previously that it, maybe it wasn't working or it was close to dying. Was ever there the thought of relaunching something just new? Something I, out of, I uh, have before. Okay. In fact, like uh, six years ago, I tried to start essentially the exact same thing. And as much as it was dying, uh, it still had a structure to it, uh-huh. you know? I, we'd, we'd use the analogy all the time. Like, I found this, like, boat that was just kind of, like, beat the fuck up and, you know, not really seaworthy. Yeah. And then we turned it into a yacht, yeah. you know? Um, but it's there a was lot, still It's a lot easier structure. to do that than yeah. to just build a boat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, fixing up a dilapidated I mean, boat. I <laughs> first came into contact with Forget the Box in 2014, 15, when they were covering me and at that time, I was a spoken word artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I knew, again, like, I knew what it was. Yeah. And so when I met Dawn, and I was like, oh, this thing, right, I remember it. Um, and the site was like, the, uh, you know, it was just a few of them yeah. at that point, pedaling along, right? But like, I... To nowhere, over and over. <laughs> I've tried a lot. I do a lot, a lot of like community <laughs> leading, community organizing, essentially, right. through like event production. And so I like, I recognized that there was like... I mean, it says it on our material, but there was a gap there, right? Yeah, There's yeah. like your your cult MTL, uh, paid sponsorship ad- advertorial, or much, yeah. or your nowhere, uh, you know, certain community. And I have like connections to a lot yeah. of communities, so like yeah, I was gonna say the worst. Yeah. I would say the worst was well, what am I call it? I mean, it's still around. The MTL blog. Yeah, MTL blog because MTL blog like killed the Montreal. Oh yeah, M- well, MTL M- blog killed the actual Montreal blog scene. Because <laughs> <laughs> Montreal blog. I mean, not to fuck them, but also they're very smart in the, in the approach because they would basically monetize the rankings when they still had the kind of pull yeah. that people would inspect. Like, I used to run a gym, and they came to us, and they said, we're doing a list of top ten gyms. I said, great. Do you guys want quotes? you wanted pictures? What do you guys need? And they said, no, if you give us $1,000, you'll be the best gym right? in the city. Amazing. And I said, what? And they go, yeah, and if you give us $800, you can be the second best gym in the city. And I said, but are we better than the other people you're looking at? They go, we don't know. And I go, okay, yeah. kindly fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it was the same thing too. I love when they were when they would sell like 
<laughs> like MDL blog would like straight up sell media coverage. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, like like absolutely. to be like I remember like they were uh, they went after like like Twiggy and Mike for like fo- yep. like yep. from Battle War to be like oh like you, you will send in a prote- which is crazy because like I don't think there's more connected people than like Twiggy and yeah. Mike and stuff like like they were like we'll send in a professional photographer and we'll take all these great shots yeah. and it only costs you five hundred dollars and they're like well we have already a pro videographer and a like a pro photographer and that's not how the news works. Yeah. You're just sort of like, yeah. nah, get, get. And, and we have a segment on CTV, so what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Get, how about you? Just I, uh, get right out I of here. I spent like a lot of time in Montreal doing like, very, I'm very like multidisciplinary, so like I moved in and out of different sectors all the time and I do a ton of experimental work mm. and so like I got no coverage ever. Right. I wanted it so bad yeah. and, and not only do these fucking monsters exist <laughs> in the way that they work. Yeah, uh, just very clear cult MTL, MTL blog, Yay. fucking monsters. Uh, but then the smaller places stuff, so. were starting to close down, me. right? Like um, we did a huge thing with Fringe this year, mm. uh, like a big undertaking. It was 30 reviews that Shout were lotteried off. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Amy Blackmore. Shout out to Amy. Yep. Um, and, and that was partially due to the fact that MTL Theater Hub closed. Yeah. So like yeah. a lot of reviews... We're yeah, just, just taken away, and, yeah, and yeah. so we want to keep doing that in every sector we can, basically, and and, and providing that coverage, especially because <clears throat> MTL. Bl- I mean, you can't even read MTL blog without disabling your ad blocker now. I'll bet. Yeah. It's fucking, <laughs> I so guess I haven't read it in about six months. Not a single article. I'm, I, you know, you, that's more recently than I have. Article. I, uh, I use that term loosely. Yeah. Article, <laughs> article I, in the biggest air quotes. <laughs> I, I used to get the. I used to get like real fired up about it, and then I just blocked everything. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. But I mean, know. but I mean, I think there's there's always a, and I mean, I experienced this in comedy, and I'm sure you've experienced this in, in spoken word, and you experienced this in your writing. There's always this part of. This fucking sucks because I feel like I do this discipline the right way in a way that's respectful of the content, respectful of the art form, respectful yeah. of the people that did it before me. And then there's these fucking clowns <laughs> that just try and fuck 100%. around. Yeah. And I want to I want to take a baseball bat to their work. But they've got more money. But they've got more money. They get more exposure. You yeah. see them on social media and you're like, what am I? Why Am I a fucking idiot? Do I need to sell out harder? Yeah, you do. You yeah, know what I mean? Do. And there's, there's, there's a frustration that even and you talk so to artists about. If you, about, if you remember like, when, when Montreal Blog launched, they were like every second thing yeah. in your feed. Yeah. You know, oh, because yeah. I was like, they were paying through the teeth. Sponsored ads on Instagram, Facebook. Constantly. But Reddit in the Montreal, the Montreal area. Mirror. Remember the Montreal yes, hour and yes. how good Thursdays were. Right. Yeah. So this, that's the kind of thing we want to create at Forget the exactly. Box. Exactly. We want to ignore MTL blog. Exactly. But that, that's what I'm saying is that, that I do. feel that those, those – the weeklies like drying up created like yeah. created Avoid. a bit of a a bit of a like a blogosphere and then the someone whatever that name of the company is that runs Montreal blog because they do Narcity Narcity because they That's own about right, they yeah. own Toronto I know yeah. it's, it's it's like absurd <laughs> they have a bunch of them too it's absurd yeah. how like <laughs> like transparent the name yeah. is <laughs> like but yeah because they did the same thing in Toronto whatever <laughs> is they like did this they just like dropped thousands and thousands of dollars like apparent from what i've heard on that model they were literally like operating in the red for like six months to a year because they were just throwing all of the money they were making and more into just dominating the all the ad space yeah to and which just sort of like made a bunch of people who were like maybe like don or like anyone else just being like oh well I get 10 views uh, on this article and they're getting thousands of yeah. likes and yeah. retweets, half of which are paid for and by bots. But it was just like, because they were just like, that was the model. Like They, they yeah. Starbucks the internet. It is. <laughs> it's honestly, it's still a hard thing. Like we yeah. know 
we know that we're not doing what they're doing. Yeah, we yeah, know yeah. what we're here to do. You know, our mission mm. statement is very clear. It's fucking ground level underground artists shit like that but it still gets you for yeah. sure so you, we like have to like even though i like i'm the one telling dawn all the time we're not doing what they're doing we're not but that's yeah. just for my own reassurance yeah. like we have to put those blinders on right because yeah. it is disheartening to see all of that action happening on something that's so vapid it's, so shallow yeah it's disheartening to see a listicle get so popular when i'm sitting here doing an interview or a feature yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah, and it's just yeah, like yeah. and it's like by the way I'm a damn good writer. Yeah. And the listicles aren't. This right. is why we have headsets, because otherwise Don was about to drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> but it's on But it's wrapped head. around her face. <laughs> correct. That's correct. Yes. So so that being said, so you we've Montreal's five craziest streets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. D- different corners of guy. You're like, here, 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 here. So that being said, so you're competing with someone who is trying to gamify their content. They're mm-hmm. trying to, you know, get a quick click, not have the heart, not have the soul, not have the content to back it up. When you guys sit down and you want to produce content, what do you sit down and what's the list to make things different, to stand out, to kind of elevate? What I'll you say guys right now is that we won't ever acknowledge competition. For okay. one. That's like, like rule number one for me is that we're not competing. In fact, to me, I mean, like no – no disrespect, not entirely disrespect to things like uh, Montreal Rampage, mm-hmm. other blogs that exist, but like we're above a blog at mm-hmm. this point. We are a publication, but we're not doing what Colton and MTL blog yeah. are doing. We are trying to focus on the actual art. We're trying to bring the art to people. We're trying to get artists to talk about the art. So we also don't call it content. Oh. Uh, we won't like that's uh, that devalues the work our contributors do. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah, it's, sure. not, yeah. it's not content. We write we write beautiful narratives as a format like a New Yorker style editorials, right? So <clears throat> it's pieces more than content. For sure. Um, so which, like which that's makes, that's yeah. where we start. And then for us, <clears throat> uh, we were talking about the Montreal Mirror and like weeklies uh, were a cool thing because you'd have columns there. We got to put stuff out every day. So we have weekly series like Don's uh, shows this week from the .NET turned into McSweeney's list. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, our founder, Jason, uh, does his weekly behind the curtain. But then we do the venue series and the event series. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because venues are super important. Yeah. Obviously. Right. Like we all, I mean, we all know how integral we, we, venues we are venues and after are. after the pandemic like we lo- we lost a fuckload sure. right yeah. um, Keith and I recently <coughs> talked to the owner of Turbo House and we talked Sergio. to yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah, talked yeah, to yeah, Sergio yeah, yeah. before he did a demolition derby I bought a shirt like you know nice. we, were, we were talking a lot about <laughs> Just what you're going on. Yeah. Now. I don't want to stop you, but keep. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sergio, Sergio's like really close in the the FTB sphere as well. Like yeah. we go, we go back. Um, but he, so we want to profile venues because a those are those are timeless pieces, right? Those are those are and, and, and you're also sort of like they're like they're multi use. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Like a, right. venue, a venue is like you know, and it, you know, it's if, for comedy. It's if for you haven't word. been it's for to, exactly music, it's, and if you haven't you been know, to this like, venue, and because I'm so multidisciplinary, I like taking shows and putting them in fucking weird spaces that are not where they're supposed to be necessarily. Mm, okay. Um, like our comedy show at Barla Ritz, 
mm. right? Like that's that was me knowing knowing Mayor and and reaching out to him. Otherwise, we probably would have done it in the St. Henry yeah. or downtown, you know. Yeah. But I didn't want to do that. I wanted to open it up to a different yeah. audience, right? Sure. How can I get people <laughs> to almost get hit by a car on Jean Talon? <laughs> right? How, <do> I, <laughs> how can I get people exactly to have to go to the Castanot Metro for no reason? <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, we we try to we try to cover the venues, and then we also have event series because you guys, especially in comedy, you guys know the work that goes into a like a weekly. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh my god. Like, let alone a monthly, but a weekly. Like, holy shit! Like, that's <laughs> when, I, when a ton I was of a work, young right? when I was a younger comic and a, a more energetic man. I did run a weekly open mic. And right. It's, it's tough, and it's yeah. yeah, even even an open like it's there's so much that goes into Absolutely. that, and those people need that recognition because those events, those weekly events, are yeah. like a fucking backbone for and us. We are, right? And we always talk about like, like if Chris was here, he would just say that he's just sort of like it's in Montreal too, especially with events. You're like we're like a shiny new toy city oh. where you're just sort of like Chris's opening favorite, night was amazing. Chris's favorite thing to say, amazing. it's an event city. It's an event city. It's it his is. favorite thing to but say. Yeah, exactly. He's not wrong. Yeah. But, he's but, not wrong. But at the same time, but like, but then a weekly recurring event three months from now is like dead. Yeah. You're like, you're like, but it was, the lineup was bigger than the first one. And yeah. you're like, does it doesn't matter. Yeah. We've moved on to it's the next It's restaurant day. vibes. Yeah. It's restaurant yeah. vibes, yeah. right? Where a restaurant will, will, will bloom at the beginning, but that's not how you judge the success. Yeah. And that's it. And if I, know? especially, I don't know. I mean, you can speak to it more than anyone, but like the comedy scene is like, yeah, you have like, we're starting a new weekly and it's yeah. like, and it's, it's <laughs> gangbusters sure. for a while. And then, because, and then because <laughs> comedy is unlike other forms of entertainment. Don writes an article. It's amazing. I'm going to seek out Don's work. Yeah. Right? You guys have a venue series. This is exciting. I'm going to visit the venue. Right. I saw a movie. I love it. I'm going to see another movie. I see a, a movie I don't like. I'm not giving up movies. No. Yeah. But if you go see live comedy and it isn't good. A lot even hangs once, on your head. Huh? A lot hangs on your head. A lot hangs right? on your head. If you don't, if you see a comedy show and it doesn't, it's not Yeah, like good. I've heard, I've had people at work you to go, be like, I, be like, I don't really I don't like stand-up comedy. Oh, and I was I like, that's a crazy statement. That's a crazy statement. <laughs> <It's insane. laughs> I've that's never it. heard I don't like my humor. life. I don't like yeah, humor. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's the people who be like, I don't like music. Yeah. And you're like, like genres? No, all of it. Yeah. And you're like, If you see, if you hear a bad song, you go to a concert and it's not good, you don't give up music. Yeah. But comedy has this kind of effect where you can lose people. So, I've never even thought of that. You blew my mind so <laughs> hard. But, right but think now. about it. Think if, if you go see a comedy show and it isn't good. I've seen bad comedy. Sure. That didn't stop me. The yeah. thought that it would put somebody off laughter yeah. is just shocking. Well, not laughter. Not laughter. They're still <laughs> going to consume. They're still going to consume. They're still going to consume. Funny movies. They're still going to consume wow. funny TV shows. They're still going to look look at like funny mockumentaries. You're like I just don't but like the, the man live with the, the, the live performance of stand-up comedy and they're not going to go out to again for a, yeah they're yeah, not yeah. going to wow. drop 20 bucks again if they do it'll be a Netflix forget special. 20 puck you're going to you're going <clears> to <throat> get dressed you're going to go park yeah. Yeah. you might need a babysitter yeah. you might need this much time to pay for parking you might need to get into the venue you might be packed you might have a drink minimum you might have this and that. And then the guy comes up and he's like, ah, come incest, fuck. And you're like, what the fuck are yeah. we doing? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? You know what I mean? So um, you're like, I'm not doing and then, and that. that. Everything's funny in context. For see? sure. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> and I think that that's the other thing that I think like anybody trying to run, listen up, any comedy producers. You're doing a <laughs> yeah. great job. Don't be dissuaded by anything you hear. But it's just sort of like, but then you have someone like, for instance, yourself, like Lawrence is bankable. He's money. You put Lawrence on any show, Thanks, he's going to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, but at the same time, unfortunately, you can't book Lawrence every week. 
Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, like, you, like, if you have a weekly. <laughs> like, that's it. Okay. So yeah. you're just sort of like, you're like, okay, I got Lawrence. Even week. even when I ran my own show. Yeah. So I, I ran it with another uh, comedian who now lives in Toronto named Reese Turner. And uh, Reese didn't feel like hosting, so I would host every week. But I can't do material because I have people showing up right. two weeks in a row. Mm. I can't do the same fucking no. jokes. Yeah. Right? So then I, it led me into this place where I had to do crowd work and talk to people. Mm. And then if the same people show up, and I've already talked to them about something. <laughs> and they've already heard all my jokes. You can't outright that pace, right? So it becomes the space where you have to continually create this energy of, of this new thing to discover, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. it takes a long time to build and navigate new content or what, what I would say yeah, jokes I've or always content I know. No, you know, no, 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 I know. In terms but of I mean in con- that, content in, in the broad sense, that, not yeah. content. Like yeah, I said, yeah. when I think when you're saying content, I think it was clear we're talking about like internet yeah, content. Yeah, no, I mean the content We're talking about like work. reels on Instagram, yeah. not yeah. Like, <laughs> No, but I think, but even back to your point about like we don't do content, right? Right. For a certain amount of time, and this is something that I've had to kind of submit to as a comic, everything is content. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even though much as yes. I don't want it to be, this is my By work that I, you know what I mean? This, if I wrote it or if I believe in it, if it, if it's something like that, someone's going to take it, chop it up, throw it on a fucking, yeah, a, and on a, on a, on a poster for a show, or they're yeah. going to take a three second clip and say, come see this guy on Thursday. It's content. It's become content. It? Yeah. It's been, you know, when Tyler made like a whole video and then someone like cut 15 seconds of it and got like 10 million views. And yeah. He's like, he's like awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. He's oh like, the goodness. video has like a few thousand. Yeah. Like, and he's like, but the 15 <coughs> seconds that someone grabbed and reposted that he'd obviously didn't see a lick of anything other, other than it's him in the clip. But yeah. he's like, yeah, he's like, I didn't get from my, you know, advertising partners and whatever, like you, cause like YouTube, you can make a bit of money on YouTube. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't see an uptick and views on my video of course not mm. but someone literally took a clip of that video and got like 10 million views which on Imgur or whatever did probably generate some ad money that make me crazy for that yeah. person so well, and he's like, so he's like it's literally so, so me so, you, so you, you, write, you write a beautiful feature you write an interview about yeah. someone and I don't know how many words it is I don't know how long they are right say they take a tenth of it or a couple sentences that I are really fucking house it. down. Yeah, <laughs> real, fucking, real fucking hitter sentences or the big revelation, the yeah, big yeah. quote you pick from somebody. And then just, this person says this is a fucking headline. I'll they find click them, on I'll it. wipe out their history. This is, you know no. what I mean? Like, that's the thing. So, so that's that the game the now. The other thing, though, is that, is that there becomes... It's like Jay and Silent Bob showing up at the house with a baseball bat. Yeah. Do are, you, are, you, are you queef smeller, 94? Yeah. Like, yeah, bam, boom. Uh, us at Forget the Box, though, we are in the middle of a bunch of sectors, right? Right. So what you're describing is actually important for theater people, for instance. Yeah. We, uh, when doing reviews, must give them exactly that, yep. or what we write about it is useless, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and in order to understand the differences of all of this, like the last thing when you guys asked about like what we're looking for and how we like generate that, is friends looking after friends. Mm-hmm. You know, if you like what we're doing and you're like, I'll write a piece, my main focus is who do you like or what do you like that's going on that you just want to showcase? Right. (coughs) Excuse me. And that's the way that we we get around the whole like – the idea of like – well, that's how we are able to make sure people understand the sectors. Like musicians are writing – about music, mm. comedians are writing about comedy, um, and they've started to breach over. We've had some comedians review theater. We've right. had some some uh, uh, theater people review music stuff, you know. But to start with, we 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 want to make sure that comedians are getting what they want right. out of our coverage. And Same thing with all the sectors, you know. Sorry, sorry. Go on, go I was it. gonna say also the the cool.
cool thing about that is that allows us to get to more of the like the cutting edge stuff. Like, of course, if I go try to find an underground artist, right. I'll be lucky if I find somebody who's actually underground. But then now if that underground artist tells me about the next cutting edge thing that they believe in or the person that they saw that they think is great, follow that you trail. follow that trail right. and you just keep getting more and more talent. Absolutely. And now let me ask you guys this. So you're talking now when you talk about we're going to have a comedian review comedy or a musician review yeah. music. Do they choose the products or projects or is it just something that you guys It's a 50/50. Like, okay. Um sometimes we have people coming to us uh that are just like uh I want to throw down. We want to we want to hang out. We want to be part of the nice. inside community and they just wait for me to suggest something to them. <clears throat> but also we've had people coming to like coming to us me like I am a dancer, and there's this show coming up that my friend is doing. I Would you guys be interested if I wrote something about it? Do you know what I mean? So Absolutely. we kind of get both sides of that, really. Uh, we take pitches. We love pitches. It's the, We've got like a pay-it-forward idea for sustainability right. where it's like if you get written about, like mm -hmm. if he writes about you uh, – if you want to write something about somebody else, that'd be yeah, really yeah. cool. Just it's not paying it forward to us so much as the community. our friends. Yeah, right, yeah, the community. Let me tell you. So I, I have a Lawrence question. would never say anything nice about me. <laughs> <laughs> not unless I was heavily incentivized. But <laughs> um, he was going to say sedated. Oh. <laughs> uh, I need to be sedated. I need to be incentivized. I need to be the executive senior. <laughs> <laughs> EVP. EVP. Um, so let me ask you about this then. So we're having a community where artists are writing about other artists. I'm a dancer. My friend has a show. Right. Are we worried about two things? Are we worried about, A, I'm just pumping up my friends. I fucking love Keith. I've known Keith a long time. Keith was at my wedding. I'm, so, of course, I'm going to review his thing and be like, yo, Keith Heisterman right. is right. the fucking he best the podcaster. Best. Right. And handsome, also skilled lover. <laughs> like, what, you know what I mean? You're going to be, yeah. like, hyping your guy up. Yeah, like or yeah. if I'm taking a project and I see Keith has something coming up and I go, fucking Keith Heisterman, eh? <laughs> oh, I would love to cover this. Are you yeah. worried about either the bias in the coverage in either of the directions like I love this person I'm going to hype this person up possibly unjustly or possibly in a way that doesn't warrant what's happening or are you worried about people bringing in their own negative feelings from the community they are part of and that coming into their writing let me as swing well. this right quick cause Yo, I just, go for it I just want to say I, I think Don's eyes lit up like she was going to swing at me so <laughs> I think there's a lot I think of she's excited it I love starts it. with good artists so right. you can't trust the, you can't trust the opinions of bad artists on their <laughs> shitty artist friends <laughs> yes <laughs> yes i love it so first we do that and then then you could kind of trust the judgment down the line okay and of course if we look into it and find out that the person's kind of shitty i think we would very politely step away from that pitch cool i'm gonna finish that off by yes being like, passion is important right? <laughs> and, and so uh, when we're writing about our friends i explain to our contributors that i don't want them to hold back I want we again we're not we're not a publication we're not trying to follow journalistic integrity like we don't have journalistic no, integrity we that entirely. if you fucking love this dude and you want to write about how handsome he is yeah. and how great his show is yes. we want that because the part about forget the thing I brought to forget the box was being part of so many different communities right, right? and you're not writing a piece about Keith to the comedy scene. Of course, comedians are going to read it. They're going to love it. That's great. Whatever, whatever. You're writing it to get the attention of people who don't 
know so much about comedy mm. because it's there in the same place, right? So your passion means fucking everything mm. because that's how you're going to get people who have never been to a comedy show to go to a comedy show by just writing about how fucking stoked you are about it. It right? kind of reminds me of the like the early Vice ethos, right. like 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 you know like like the when or, like when cool? you're like reading yeah, Vice yeah. in like late '90s, early 2000s, or whatever. They're like, here's this musician that you need to listen to, and if you don't, you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just sort of like like that was like how and it was always Arcade Fire. Why was it always <laughs> just always Arcade Fire? No, but, every but, that, time. but that's what I'm saying is like they they didn't have that <laughs> like that artistic integrity or whatever that yeah. you, that you'd think, that, or they'd be like, this is hot. Like they're the like trash. the old, the old yeah. Vice, um, like the like paragraph long album reviews because yep, they they, they got they got sent everything yeah. and it was literally like knowing some of like how it worked it was literally anybody in the room could pick up an album and review it yeah, yeah. <laughs> like and if some if you if if like Lawrence was like hot for a certain album he'd obviously grab it and write a nice little glowing review yeah. if I was just like I'm bored I'd put on an album and I'd be like I have no idea who this band is and here's my paragraph. And the fact that the like the ratings were just like a smiley face or a barfing face, and that was I it. Love yeah. That. Well, so that I can cover <laughs> it in, in two two things in one sentence. Arcade Fire is overrated, mm-hmm. and uh, we're Ooh. not afraid of a bad review. Like hey. we will put up a bad review because I don't believe you could trust a place that puts up only good reviews. If yeah, everything yeah. you write is saccharine sweet, I can't trust that this album is good. Yeah. If every show you say you go to is good, I can't trust your opinion anymore. You're just doing it for the bottom line of telling everybody they're As good. As creative yeah. director, I've definitely said it standard of um honesty yeah well it's like i know we've, we've had uh like one we've had alex rose on the show a couple of times he's a friend of the show where he used to do the film reviews and stuff he used to be the arts entertainment occult like, okay for, and he still does movie reviews kind of for them but not not as often but he's like his rule was he's like it's an interview or a review because yeah. if I interview you, I'm not reviewing your film. Fair. Because because he's like, because now I know you. Yeah. And if it's shit, yeah. I'll feel bad. And he's like, so that was like, he was like, I will only do one or the other about a given film. So he's like, if we sit down great. and I do a profile, we're doing we a profile. We do plenty I will, of profiles, yeah. Yeah. but <clears throat> we don't do interviews. Yeah. Uh, again, because we're here for the artists. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, for instance, Don's actually working on that piece we're talking about, the, the betrayal of Abby Stonehouse, I right? I but uh, at the end of the day, the piece, is, <laughs> the piece is talking to an artist about the art they make. Yeah. Uh, we don't do question and answer type interviews. Mm. Uh, it's pretty like low-hanging fruit, I think. Okay. Uh, we do extended conversations. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> we do extended which, which conversations Which we joke about now, but artists. we are going to end this conversation by oh. asking you five <laughs> questions. Oh, yeah. So a full, full <laughs> disclosure. Coming, We're coming. mocking it now, I but it's it. definitely going to tail in. We do it yeah, every episode. So it's, right. <laughs> it's, it's okay. This episode is going to become a whole article on Forget the uh, I love it. it. I, will, I want it. I want oh, it. That's so meta of you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you feel that taking this kind of narrative approach to a profile as opposed to the question answer, does it reveal something extra about the artist? What does it give you that you don't get from the straight up how you doing, good you, back and forth, Chris Henworth's Eighth Fries and wore a blue blazer kind it of shit. It gives the artist a chance to talk about their work because I think whether you're a comedian, musician, even a DJ, if you will. No, uh, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> Filmmaker, writer, <laughs> whatever it is, we all want to talk right. about what we do. For sure. Right? Yeah. That's not, like, we don't, you don't get that opportunity if you're doing something with cult. They, they ask you very specific interview questions, bang, 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 and we're done. Yeah, right? they, have a, they have a word count and a column exactly. width. Exactly. We don't like have a word that. count. 
You write yeah. 2,400 words about some asshole going on about his art. I am happy for that as right. long as it's well written, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah. because then people will read it. The idea is you just get an artist talking about their work because there's no person that is going to uh, show you the excitement and passion behind anything more than the artist creating it. Can I right? add some <clears throat> side eye on there? Absolutely. Oh. The, wait, the, um, <laughs> I've, been writing for, I've been writing here for a very long time. So here are some of the issues. I mean, it's tedious to read the question and answer. Right. And it leads me to believe that your job could have been done by a tape recorder. <coughs> so either you're a writer or you're a tape recorder, but I just find it annoying personally to read that way, and it never crossed my mind to write that way. So mm. we have to set some standards. As much as we're, we want to publish everything, we don't want to publish anything bad. Do we? No, what I'm part of, oh, we don't want to... Oh, sorry, I thought you meant... <coughs> No, Negative. We, I, we absolutely won't publish bad writing. Yes, right. we'll, we'll quality, yeah. but we will yeah. fucking slam yes. some assholes. This will be. Oh yeah, we will. Sure. Yeah. It'll yeah. be absolutely. a fiery review, but it'll be <laughs> meticulously written. It'll be. It'll, it'll be. It'll, we will take you down at the knees, but it will be. I set the standard myself as creative director. Like I am For the sure. one. When we did the fringe reviews, I wrote uh, five reviews my own, and one of them was not a good review. And I, I was, I did, I made uh. it very clear. Uh, that this is okay. I, we're not BuzzFeed. We're not trying to make everyone happy here. Right. We're trying to make people understand. Yeah, nobody paid us for this review no. in a certain context. This is just our opinion as people who saw a thing. Ah, for sure. yeah, and yeah, if yeah. anybody yeah. wants anything else, they could go elsewhere. I mean, we did like so, like I, I covered Fringe with Sarah most years, and like we we kind of took the same approach of like if we do the podcast with you. We'll come see your show, but we're probably not reviewing That's it. Great, <laughs> right? <laughs> just, yeah, just you guys had uh, two out of the three go fringe yourself. Yeah, like on that episode, two yeah. out of those three got reviews from us. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they all they I, we missed. I think one of them that we saw, but it, but we'll sit there because we are not theater people like yeah. and that and that was like when i think the, the first but year i we think that's great the first year that. we covered fringe i was like they're like what other theater covers do you do i'm like nothing. <laughs> i'm like nothing i'm like we're we're podcasters like we are not opposed to the theater but i'm like most of the year we're not necessarily going to theater but that would make me listen to your opinion about a theater and show exactly I feel so that's why so i'm like, like i'm yeah. like and it's it's so funny too because it's just like over the course of like can covering I, the can fringe I, can i cut in there go buddy you saw a piece of theater you didn't like are you seeking out more theater to see I mean, we are because we're crazy, but I can right. see some people like like Sarah. Yeah, will, right? Sarah will talk it's if she was here. Sarah would talk about like she did a, literally saw a friend show of like a naked lady screaming, screaming like smearing peanut butter on her arms, and that was oh, kind when of, we're off air. Just uh, tell me the show. I, I think we know it. Wait, naked lady. Yeah. Smearing. Mostly naked lady. What do you mean mostly? It was a bit how? of a burlesque show. No, 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 no. How naked? Well, burlesque. So what was the oh, name of the show? Leave it later. I, d I don't <laughs> recall. Sarah, don't my, I don't even think Sarah remembers it. But she it was Lady like, Kathy. Sarah, <laughs> I see you. Is it? It Kathy's, wasn't Lady Kathy. Kathy Slammon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sarah. Sarah's heard her name and is now wobbling out on yeah. one wheel. <laughs> but yeah, the exactly. Injured, but like, the injured yeah, Sarah. Burlesque is not naked. No. But was it? Was it a single woman in her like forties, smearing peanut butter on herself? <laughs> <laughs> but you'll never forget it, will you? Yeah. <laughs> sure, but, but at the same time, it was not burlesque. It was not burlesque. Okay. It was okay. not burlesque. Sarah said wide-eyed. 
and a so little bit haunted behind the eyes. Either, either way, but exactly. But like when we like when we did that review, she was like, "No, no, no, no," <laughs> and like, and I can't tell anyone to see it. Like, unless what I described to you is like captivated your imagination so much that you're like, "I must see Absolutely. it." Then, then you can go. It's but quite it's like literally, <laughs> the bad review I wrote yeah. was simply I said, "No one see this," because that that it was like mm. I just didn't want people wasting. Yeah. And arguably, $15. that wasn't the worst review. Still, in my opinion, there <laughs> wow. was a review that was worse, oh. but it was so. It was so over the top, like there were so much I'll imagery the in the worst <laughs> that because his was short and sweet and that'll just stick in your mind forever. Yeah, don't see But this the other one was time. just so big and you, even if you're the artist, you had to have gotten a laugh in or two, right? <laughs> so but you still never forget. <laughs> I, ex- exactly. That's but it. it's also, it's also important. Um, uh, this uh, actually links to like, I, I used to do a lot of graffiti too. Um, cool. When you know how to read an art form, that art form is uh, vastly improved for you. Wait, as you a, can read uh, graffiti? Uh, you can read everything. I know, everything. it's pretty cool, right? Uh, so, like, when <laughs> you, you understand uh, how, how it's stand-up like the people comedy who can read, set people works who can read the death more, metal yes. font. you have more respect <laughs> for the... The, the the work itself, right? Yeah. Um, you also have more you, resentment. Of course, <laughs> right? But I mean, if you can read graffiti, for instance, yes. then it becomes less visual noise for you and more mm-hmm. art, that's, right? That's the quotes, So that Halos. goes by... We're that. doing a whole second hour just on that. <laughs> this is I mean, so, so interesting. So spoilers, we might have someone from Under Pressure in the next couple What? Of Yo. Yeah. Oh. So. Okay. Uh, we'll bring that up. <laughs> you know? uh, but I, I think that's, that's where we... That's where the jumping off point is of getting comedians to cover some comedy, getting uh, uh, musicians to cover some music is that they can speak to the art uh, while also telling a nice narrative to you who doesn't know. They can be that bridge, (laughs) right? So that um, maybe someone who saw some shit stand up. Yes. And hasn't wanted to go back. Reads a uh, piece by Abby on on someone. Yes. And gives them a new perspective, an uh, idea of, of of or gives them a chance to read the art better. That's essentially. That's a, I love that. I think that's a super crucial thing because um, I think there's Critics also suck. Absolutely. (laughs) Go read the man in the arena quote right now. Uh, (laughs) No, but there's something about just having the kind of shorthand or being able to read the graffiti, if you will. Like, I'm going to, I think that should be like a quote that everyone just, yeah, but we got to read the graffiti on this one. (laughs) Like, I feel like, you know, if there's also this weird cross section in any kind of discipline where something is popular, but it's not good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I see that in stand-up a lot. I'll see comics who have been bigger and bigger and grow and like blowing up, and then I see their comedy, and it's not good. It's very much. Well, there is. Uh, this is just a collection of memes. Are or we jokes back to the, the list? Yeah. Like, the low, the lowest, you know, like, like, the lowest you know, common denominator exists. I think yeah. if you like, take it's, it's out, uh, if you take the social media out of <laughs> yeah. the word trend, though, yeah. that that's what it is. Though yeah. it's trendy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, you get that from fucking anything from visual art, sculpting, painting, whatever, yeah. all the way to comedy. I mean, sure. Jeff Foxworthy, really, buddy. Exactly. He might be a redneck. Yeah. Absolutely. None of that's good. No, he was the biggest comedian on the planet. And then after him, and then after him, the highest-grossing comedian besides like Sign. Seinfeld made money from like Tommy the... Tommy Lyre, the cable guy. No, Larry no, 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 was up there. It was Jeff Dunham with the puppet. Jeff, oh, yeah. I kill you. And ah. still, I think still. Yeah, but like, like Seinfeld, Seinfeld, he does arena out, shows. Yeah, Seinfeld will out earn him based on the TV show. Absolutely. But in terms of just like live ticket stand-up sales? and ticket sales, this guy fucking kills it. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the Madonna Crazy. of comedy. Yeah, yeah same thing too. Oh, like Dane <laughs> Cook is in there also. Well, I, Dane, I, Dane, Cook, Dane Cook's a cut above Jeff Foxworthy. Dane Cook did that in the early 2000s, and then he had. But Dane Cook, if you quickly... The thing about Dane Cook is a lot of his uh, material 
you're talking about reading the the graffiti. Yeah. You could once you heard his jokes, and if I explained to you a bit, if you took a bit and I just explained it mm-hmm. to you, I would ruin it because every time you watch it, it's very formulaic. You can see yeah. it over and over again. He spent the early 2000s building a brand, and then it all kind of fell apart. Mm-hmm. And then now he does like very modest shows. Yeah. He still works and stuff, but he's a completely different person. But he yeah. had all this kind of success in the early mm-hmm. 2000s, and it kind of like. Not ruined his life, but really fucked him up. He's also he's also dating or engaged to someone who's like thirty years younger. It's a whole fucking. Didn't thing. his brother-in-law steal all his money? All his money. All yeah. His money. All his money. Boy. Called Leonard Cohen. His brother-in-law was up in his business, took all his, all money. his money. Now he has to tour. My forever. brother-in-law's dead to me, so I'm good. Oh yeah. my god, eh? I also have no money, so. <laughs> Jesus, hey, no one no one fucks you over like family. Eh? Yeah, 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 no one fucks you over if you have no money. Hey, <laughs> that's also true. Yeah, we're into the wise. Uh. So I think we, uh, I mean, like we're, we're coming up to the to our five questions. I think. Yeah, Lawrence, do you want to? Do you have anything else? Any other pressing, actual forget the box related questions? Oh, I really want to talk about this fucking understanding graffiti thing, but I feel like this is a whole <laughs> other podcast. Absolutely. Oh my god. Okay, that's very cool. Well, yeah, we'll again, it's like, like the, the thing. Like I, I have, I have okay graffiti eye. Um, reasonable, but the one that gets me that I was just saying to Don is still like the death metal font. Like when yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, and people are like, of course that says like glow. one candle power. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, storm the bathroom. I'm no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, cool. Uh, there's there's one that sells on one of those like T Public shirts or whatever else like that. It's just like it looks like the thing, and, and it, it says like, let me tell you about the great raid on car insurance. <laughs> <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs> and I was just like, yeah, it's perfect. That is absolutely, absolutely. perfect. Yeah, I, would, I would, you would wear I that. Would wear that. Yeah. Absolutely. It's it's, but that's what I'm saying. Those like. I die laughing. I've made fun of it with Sergio when he's just sort of like, like coming up on Saturday and just like scribbles on a thing. And you're just <laughs> like, neat. And it's to the point now where they like, the bands will like write their name in real letters, like underneath and like mm-hmm. font. Cause they're like, because even they our fans nobody. can't necessarily read it. And like, you do want to like, it's not even at a point you got to pull back. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean like, and if you're the like opener or whatever, maybe someone wants to Google you, you yeah, know, like, yeah, like no. to like, maybe someone wants to listen <laughs> to this. Why are you making it impossible? Yeah. Why have <laughs> you decided you to are. put your branding as just like the, you know, the band, you know, the band with the double bass drums. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Like, uh, <laughs> oh man. It's, I, I, my favorite like press uh, like list that I'm on is like I'm on like because I c- we covered heavy Mon- heavy Montreal a couple times they oh. did it we got on like a couple of like metal <laughs> distribution lists and I was like I never will unsubscribe just to like watch like the crazy like strings of like insane band names and insane style of you're just sort of like like. Corpse Annihilator Brigade brings <laughs> out Norwegian Absolutely. death, whatever, something, 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 speed metal. And I'm like, and then you read the Norwegian next headline. Bird. Yeah, and then you read like the next one, and it's like a completely different string of words. And I listen to them, and I'm like, they're the same. Guys, I was like, these are the same type of music. And the lyrics and they're like, are all. And they're like, no, you're the wrong. The lyrics are all the same. These yeah, are two right? different genres. I'm like, are they? It's the like, only place where you could get baby metal and Lamb of God all in one shot yeah. like that. And it makes for an interesting read. I did. Know? I did. I was a fan of baby metal. I, I saw them live. Baby metal's great. There's, you know, baby metal. I'm sure. Oh, the, all those, uh, the, those the, ladies. They're like the, the kawaii yeah. metal band. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The karate metal band. Kawaii, kawaii. kawaii. That makes way more sense. <laughs> yes. But look, if they knew karate, they'd be, I'm happy. That with would be so. amazing. I'd watch that. Uh, 
Lawrence, if you want to lay up the bit, and then I will look up the questions. <laughs> I have to lay up the bit. So, look, we've talked a lot about hating questions, yeah. not liking question answers. <laughs> and in that vein of being respectful, uh, we're basically going to answer you guys some fucking questions, and we're going to expect answers. And that's pretty much how the show works. I love it. Okay, yeah. so how, what it really is. At the end of this, do we find out if I'm garbage or not? Because I'm not Actually, ready for Actually, we're going to tell you which Spice Girl you are. So you better, hey. you better sit tight. So how, how this actually works is I explained how it actually no, works. This is a whole. Don't other let me. Ro- I am the president of podcasting. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, vice Fuck. You're right. <laughs> so he's very good with titles. I love titles. God damn it. I'll never I, forget I, that one. I came. I came out. I'll remember the, your I came, name. I came out. You. I, I, I followed. I, no, I followed you on Instagram. I, I you have saw. to follow me back. Um, <laughs> I, I artist helping I, artists. Come uh, on, you know follow back. Yeah, he's literally like he's making eye contact. He's like artist help artists. I'm like, oh fucking follow them. <laughs> the, the, I, coming from the corporate world, there's some, there's nothing more bothersome in my life than just like these vapid titles that go, no, you know, that do nothing. Yeah, they're yeah. just like you ever get an email? I don't know if you have to, you rest- you have to restructure towards the yeah, 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 strategic get, p- pillars. Yeah, you uh, get a, you what? get an email just yeah, about restructuring. You're like you're like. Keith is now the executive crossface, da 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 da, and now reports to this person. And you're like, I'm gonna kill myself. What are yeah, we doing yeah. here? Right? I don't know any yeah. of these people. Yeah. Do I even work here? No, yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah. no. My, my, oh my God. I, like off air, I'll tell you my entire title, like because it's nonsense. Oh no. Like I have, I have like my title at work is like two lines long. Like it's, it's what? It's, it's very I'm jealous. It's so long and stupid, and it's like, and it doesn't tell you any. Like I could read you my entire title, you'd be like, I don't know what you do. Like, and I'd be like, it's longer title than most emperors. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's really. It's stupid. like Game of Thrones s title. It's just eighteen <laughs> words long. Anyway, so how this works is we ask the same three questions to every guest. All right. Then question four is a question from our past guest. Into the future, not knowing nice. who it would be. Mm. Question five, I'll tell you what question five is right now, so you can have it in the back of your head. It's what question do you want to ask our next guest? Ah. Right, right. So that like have Makes that sense. have that I brewing in your um. in the back of your head. So I'm gonna start it off question you gotta start off with question one. I don't have them I in texted front of it me. to you, bro. Did you? Oh, I gotta reach my phone. You also should know them by now. You're the uh, you know senior thing? vice president you of podcasts. You are thank you. The executive senior yeah, vice yeah. president. <laughs> okay, question number Uno. What is your hottest take? Like of the moment, like what's not necessarily Dawn? popular, unpopular. What is the hottest take you have? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hottest take. Dawn. Oh, pardon. Oh, you there's some. There's some. there's some. I was gonna say that nobody's neutral on kimchi. Okay, that's I'm true. very into kimchi right now, always. But it's funny when I open it and somebody's like, "Oh, why does it smell like fresh garbage?" And I'm like, "It makes my tummy growl." <laughs> <laughs> I, I I like kimchi a lot, but I still think it smells like garbage. <laughs> it smells like delicious. I'm all like, like Sarah. Did you want me to have another hot take? No, no, no. Sarah, no, no, no. Sarah, Sarah makes some of her <laughs> own. That was good. I just like you're you're more opinionated than I am. Although I did tweet Offensive? today was that, that Ukraine has every right to attack Russia. I retweeted it. I retweeted it. Every I did the whole clap emojis in oh, between. In every between, word. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you're a young like black a white woman. Girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, you could, oh, no, no, you could be a middle-aged white woman or a young black lady. You could be either. Or, you know <laughs> what, I'm a middle-aged. I will clap you Ukraine can I have my create some collateral damage. Right. Like, you're just like, yeah. I've got my own white woman avatar, though, so That's it's good. I you know? am here for that. That's so good. Uh, question number two um, to you, personally. Who is the star of Sesame Street? Big Bird. Ooh. Don? Don? Same question. I mean... Without divulging my name, there was a time when it was Maria and Mr. Hooper. 
Wasn't that his name? The guy who died? Yeah, Mr. Young. Hooper. Right. I'm not too young. I know Shh. who everyone is. Do you know who Mr. Hooper was? Yeah, the bald guy. Very good. He's he's very good. I'm convinced he's lying about his age by decades and decades. You convinced you, that, that you're lying about yeah. your age? I, yeah. By decades. Yeah. Weird. Like, how old do you say you are? 30. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 30. Okay. You say yeah. 30. Yeah. Okay. She thinks I'm about 700, How maybe. old do you say I am? 40. 40 late. <laughs> 40, 40 late! Wow, wow, this is wow, a wow. man. This is a man who started a sentence. <laughs> Listen, if you had and just then, stopped and then evaluated the next parts of his life and then fucking panicked, if you had just happened. stopped we saw this talking after you said 40, it would have been so good. <laughs> it would have been, been, been so good. Late. late. Okay, I'd like to just clarify 44, just because I have to fix that. That's late 40 part. mid. Everyone knows that's 40 right? mid. That's mid late. Lower late. mid. Oh. No, late mid. That's lower She's mid. Early Don't mid, thir- math. mid 40s. You're early Where's mid your 40s. Math? You're early mid no, 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 40s. No, no, no. Right, okay, here's the here's the breakdown. One, two, three is early. Four, five, mid. Mid. Six so and beyond early, is late. She's early mid 40s. Oh, I don't know about this. You 44. said late. You said early late. <laughs> Okay, well, early late you is ask 46. me what I Listen, think you are. You s- <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. This is a hotter take than invading the Russia. This is <laughs> Question number three. What piece of media has been formative in your life? Like, what do you mean? So the, what's, the, a, what's a movie that inspired you? What's a song that made and not you come just like, alive? So, like, what's if a you, book? If you can, like, to not get, like, all, like the, the intention of the question is, I, like, read, listened, watched this thing, and I was like, Oh shit! And I had like an aha, like it changed the way I thought about whatever, either myself, art, like what, whatever it is, like something that you're like. You have one. You're 1979, dying. The Rose. It's a film. So wait, are you, hang on. Are you saying that you were watching I'm, this I'm in 1979? You, he's not in the theater. Right. I'm telling you, he was there. <laughs> but uh, 1979. Thirty my ass. The year is 1979. I walk into it's a, a theater. It's a movie called The Rose. <laughs> it was supposed to be about Janis Joplin. They couldn't do it. It's Bette Midler stars in this. Mm-hmm. Reason being, uh, every film we know that has music in it is produced, right? Uh, people lip sync to the thing. We know yeah. how it goes. In this movie, filmed in '78, um, Bat Midler was made to do a concert tour across Florida as this character, um, and so all of the because she plays a rock star, and all of these uh, scenes at concerts are filmed live. Oh, Every cool. vocal she does is filmed live. And so if you take just an enormous acting presence already and yeah. then add the fact that all of this was done on like a mini concert tour and mm-hmm. sung live, to me it's one of the greatest I like I mean I I'm I'm a triple like I'm, I'm classically trained. You know? <laughs> Did you almost say triple threat without even pausing? I almost did. All right. I'm, a triple threat. I'm classically trained. In music. In theater. Music theater okay, okay. theater music like I Don't I, let him go on. I he do will. all the things. But it's just <laughs> such a strong performance to me that has always like lived up to like the top. Like mm-hmm. like unless I'm doing that much yeah, yeah, yeah it's never that good yeah you know you're uh, like i'm just phoning it in compared right? to that right right <laughs> triple threat he sings he dances yeah. he defies the aging process it's, it's unbelievable very, yeah. he has to drink a lot of blood what's your i was gonna say i w- well i mean uh, i 
was thinking about writers, but I actually think it was probably like the Muppet Show because Ooh, like it showed you that sorry. adults don't have to stop doing that. Like because you'd have Alice Having Cooper, yeah. but like the full imagination. Like it's one thing if you're on Sesame Street and you're like, all these people are hired to play with Muppets. Right. Alice Cooper in a full conversation with Kermit or Candace Bergen kicking down a door to pull a gun on a Muppet. Come on now. No, that's a very Wait. yeah. Kenneth Bergen is so hot. In we'll that. talk about that later. Yeah, you okay. never watched the original Muppet Show? I, I, uh, I, I've seen Kenneth Bergen with a gun a lot. <laughs> I just don't recall her ever pointing at Kermit. No, it wasn't Kermit. It was a oh. different Muppet entirely. Jesus. Yeah. No, the Muppet Show is great. I, 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 I have that like with like my wife is a, a little younger than me, and she was like, just missed the Muppets. Like mm. I, I, in terms of the Muppet Show. Because I was like, oh right, because they you like you were just a little too young. I was, and I might have even been watching it a little too old. My brother's six years older than me, so okay. a, lot, a lot of stuff like I was really into Transformers, mm-hmm. even though I should have been too young for them, because right. I was just emulating my like six year old, the influence, my, right, yeah. my like my my cool older brother, right? Like so that's like people are like, uh, you were like four years old when mm. the Transformers movie came out. Why would you care that much? I'm like, well, if you have a ten year old brother, that's whatever you he's doing the is way. the coolest. So. He was into Muppets, so I was into Muppets. And I was like, there is something so insane about everything in, like, that the Muppets are doing. And then when you. In their universe. In universe, because they're real and they're talking yeah. to real people. And then as you get older and you find out about the creative <laughs> process of like, Jim Henson and all them, and you're like, it gets even crazier where yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, they're like, we're just going to like make, like, do puppets, but not for kids. And you're, not you're like, it, like for the, kids. it's you're just sort of like a, this weird, like, creative trajectory that is like unlike anything yeah. else. Anybody then, has ever along done. the way we made Dark Crystal in the lab. And then yeah. when you see the pictures though, it's just a bunch of guys from the seventies, like just a bunch of middle aged guys hiding under a desk together. Yeah, with yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. How many people told them they were crazy and they For sure. Yeah. Like, oh, and I love that. My, my <laughs> wife dressed up as the Demon King for Halloween. Nice. And she used our baby as a prop. I Perfect. love that. Yeah. Excellent. I mean, why else would you? And yeah, that's why you married her, frankly. That's really that's a goblin part of it. Goblin King. Huh? The what did I say? King. Demon, King? Demon King? I'm Goblin playing King. too much Marvel Snap. Or that Shadow <laughs> King. Just too many kings. I'm all <laughs> kerfuffled. Yeah, it is. Uh, question number four, uh, coming from Vinny Terzo from Horns and Hoofs Entertainment. All right. Is, um, like, what's the weirdest porn that God. you got off to? So, cause Squid the, the, porn. Because originally... Tentacles is I'm sure right. Ten- No, just the lack yeah. of hesitation was the, my favorite Ten- part. Because yeah, that's oh, it. Because we had to specify. Because yeah. yeah. we like, he's like, I don't want to tell you the weirdest. Oh, he doesn't want to tell. No, 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 no. Because he was like, he just wanted to specify. Squid porn's fine. Because okay. that's what we had to add that you got off to. Yeah. Because he was like, I don't want to say the weirdest porn you've seen. Because like some people could be like, look at this weird like yeah. two girls yeah. one cup whatever, and you're like, no, like no hentai. It's got to be. I went. I went hentai right away. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like like showing weirdo porn. Wait, wait. Badly drawn Simpsons fucking like all cartoons. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. Oh, uh, man. You love right. me and on that one. Wow. <laughs> well, incest That's porn is basic, right? Like, we're <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, stuck in a washing Spartan machine Lisa now. nothing for this one. <laughs> I mean, I'll show you something later. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Don't ever threaten me with a good time like that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So... Cartoons, it seems, and, and squid stuff. And squid. squid well, stuff. I mean, well, I mean, we I have a crossover there. Pretty fucking normal at this. Point. I mean, I mean, I think, <laughs> I think cartoons are normal. This no, nothing no. about. It. Well, <laughs> no, because all the other things are. <laughs> so then, our final question is: What would you guys like to ask our next guest? In full disclosure, we don't know who that is yet. Correct. Great. Well, what were you doing when Michael Jackson died? Okay. 
That's a good one. What were you doing when, when Michael, Michael Jackson died? Or how did you, like, I mean... Well, it's his, that's that, their question, it's that 9/11, Keith. Not, it's that 9/11 idea. Where, where were you when the towers came down? I can tell you exactly. 9/11. Where were you? Where were you? Okay, okay. Where were you? I was uh, living in Toronto. I was ignoring my boyfriend. Uh, mm-hmm. I was really stoned, and I found out Michael Jackson died. And then I wandered over to Young and Dundas Square, and there was a giant fucking dance party for about 24 hours. That's I, cool. I yeah. was working at a yoga studio as the studio manager, so I was barefoot at my desk scrolling through the internet. Yes. She had barefoot. I was for, for years. For the yoga studio. Exactly. And then I was like, oh, finally TMZ is getting the credit they deserve. CNN had to play their picture all watermarked, and I was like, very good, Harvey Levin. Yeah, TMZ, TMZ very good. that was their... That was their moment. Yeah. I was so happy for them. Like how YouTube was invented because of Janet, Janet Jackson's nip slip. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. TMZ, like, fucking became TMZ yeah. because of Michael Jackson. I was, I think I was literally just a, on break at work, and I was like, huh. <laughs> and, I, and, and like, and I remember like just like kind of thinking. I was just sort of like, I was like, I wonder if we're gonna find out the real stuff now. I, yeah. I had that and then I like, too. and then I like went back to work. I was just like, I wonder if that's. Th- and we never. I don't we think we never. And we never really did. It was like nah. it all. Like more of it came up, then it dropped, mm-hmm. then more came up, and then it's kind of dropped off again. And I'm like, we never got clarity no. on. Like I think we all know it was super weird, but we don't know how. No, I we thought it was getting the Watergate tapes. Was, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was. I was ready for. I was like. Well, now someone's so. going to hey, produce. He's at his kosher. He's at his kosher. We're fine. Macaulay Culkin said it was all fun and games. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's why he was rapping in the Go. song. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence, Mike, where were you when Michael Jackson died? Where were you doing when Michael Jackson died? Uh, I, was, uh, I was at Vanier Camp, and we were getting ready, I think, to go into the pool. And someone goes, Michael Jackson died. And I said, okay. And then we went to the pool. <laughs> 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 we all oh, okay. Shorts. Yeah. They're like, all right, cool. All right. I remember the trial kind of more. The one he stood on the car for? He, when he yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. Like the, the weird, like the footage of him going in and out of the trial. Like that, that sticks out more as the news. Like him dying and I was like, ah, It was like yeah. a year the or two blanket, before. The how he got name blanket being held over the balcony. Oh, That's yeah, that I remember. For that sure. was a good yeah. Michael Jackson moment. I was going to say, what was the uh, kind of dark, and this is not an official question, but what was the like the the celebrity death that kind of like hit you, and you were like, oh, bummer. I'm still mad about Robin Williams and Anthony Bourdain. Makes me sad. Okay, good, solid picks. I'm not. I okay. So he's hoping this is, for this some. is a complicated question for me because I have a habit of predicting celebrity deaths no, just, just by mentioning them. You talk about ones that are uh, already dead. No, I am. Don't so don't bring ill upon I, it other was ones. Jaja Gabor. Okay. I because her I brought up. Uh, and she didn't die. But two days after I brought her up in a joke, she was in the hospital. And then she lost a leg. Oh. She kept on hanging on. So I kept making jokes about her. Okay. No. And this and went she kept on for losing years. Limbs. She lost so many limbs. Because More you limbs kept... than normal people. So, so, have. so, so basically, <laughs> you're, you're basically, like a joke voodoo. No, no, no. Basically... <laughs> You know how they tell stories in World War II, like the the Allies would just kill people, but the Axis would pick people off. Yeah, that you did that, but like with your mind, you just like made someone suffer. I just, and she wouldn't go. So the day Jaja w- Gabor she died, wouldn't go. She wouldn't go. <laughs> so she just wouldn't take. The day take Jaja the died was a big deal for me. It was, okay. a, it was yeah. a shock. Yeah, all my hard work. Remember You're that too- time she slapped a cop. <laughs> her, w- hus- her husband carried her ashes around in a Louis Vuitton bag for. About a year and a half after that, and wouldn't leave her house, even though the police kept trying to make him. Yeah. For me, it was the weird string of. I know there were there was there was a cluster, but it was the three that stood out were like within the span of like three months was 
Uh, Lemmy from Motorhead, David Bowie, oh, and Prince. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it, and, and I was, I was all like, no. I was like, like each one, like, like Lemmy. And of the three, I'd only gotten to see Lemmy perform live, That's and great. like, yeah, yeah. Lemmy's amazing. Oh, and we yeah. went, like, we went to uh, randomly this last summer. We went to Paisley Park. Like, we just happened to be in Minnesota, which is nobody happens to be there no, but we, but we no, did we happened place. to be in minnesota and i was like prince's studio is here we're ah. going and it was like so much it was still closed off but we still got to go and you get to see like part of his like little nightclub that he you know used yeah. to just like jam at and you're like it's in the middle of nowhere it's like not even that close to minneapolis like you're like this is a bit of a drive it must have been so weird i think for anybody in the music industry to be like yeah prince is inviting the studio you're like cool in la Where? you're like no Minnesota. <laughs> you got to fly to Minnesota. Bowie's death was huge. For me, I was woken up in the middle of the night by a friend that was like, Bowie's dead. I and I, 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 adjust, I adjust. By Bowie. Out. And he was like, my spirit no. has left my body. But I just, <laughs> I just, I just like gone to bed. It's like 4.30 in the morning. I'm like living at like Deadpan Saint Laurent. So like, you know, action all, every yep. night. And I just gone to bed and my friend's like, Bowie died. And I was like, fuck you. And hung up. And then woke up like 10 minutes later being like, did they just say Bowie died? And then a homie of mine called me in tears, lived down the road, mm-hmm. and I was crying, because why not? I'm right. fucked. And uh, then we went uh, and drank a bottle of gin listening to Bowie albums. But more than Bowie was Carrie Fisher, man. Oh. Carrie Fisher was, because like one of, uh, I'll, I'll leave y'all with this, the, the one like biggest artistic uh, like inspiration I have is um, I stay afraid, uh, but do it anyway, mm. or whatever you fear the most, go there first. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. th- those are like, uh, you know, cause we're always going to be fucking terrified as artists, right? We're always going to be terrified of what people think and how it looks and whatever we do. We got to incorporate that and, and, and always keep pushing forward, you know? So Carrie Fisher for sure for me was like the hard, you know, big, big hit. Yeah. Lawrence, you, anyone, anyone that comes to mind? Um, Thank you for, for ending this podcast on such a somber note after such a <laughs> um, I think I think I don't know, I think personally, like probably Carlin. Like George oh, Carlin yeah. died. Because George Carlin was like like he was my initial answer to like what media has like transformed you. Like like watching complaints and grievances like, oh, this is what I want to do this forever. Mm. So I think that is just like I never had the opportunity to like meet him or see him live. Absolutely. I think it was probably something that hit me hard. Um yeah, I would say that's probably up there for sure. That always that always stings a little too. Like yeah. when you are a performer and yeah. you you love a performance or a performer yeah. so much, and just the idea of like never yeah. getting that. Yeah, chance, yeah, yeah. No, for me, I, I was like, like weird, and like I said, I find weirdly, like I, like Bowie would be all time, but I was like, I regret not seeing Prince because I was like, because yeah. because I was like, because like Bowie would still like like you've seen the documentary, or whatever. Like Moon's Kingdom, there, Moon's so, Kingdom. Is, if you're oh. a Bowie fan, yeah, there there's so oh much good God. footage of Bowie. But I, as I've understood it, like, his shows, he would, like, play the songs and do whatever. Whereas Prince, you're just sort of like, you don't know what you're getting. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, you're no. just sort of like, it might just be a two-hour jam. Whatever the fuck yeah. <laughs> You know, and yeah. that, that's what I'm saying is I was like, like, as much as, like, I would probably, I, I mean, I listen to both the music a tremendous amount. But I was like, if I had to be like, you get to see one live, yeah. I might still, like... Yeah. Go Prince, because I, I was like, it's going to be insane. That. What an impossible yeah. decision. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I, 100%. I saw Leonard you, Cohen. Bowie. Yeah, exactly. Live. You you can resurrect. Oh my goodness! I just you take can, you can resurrect. You can resurrect one 
for oh, one fuck. night only, <laughs> Prince or Bowie, and like you, you get to you have front row tickets. Yo, Prince as a zombie would be way more intriguing <laughs> than Bowie. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. Bowie, Bowie as a zombie, zombie, I wouldn't tell. I couldn't tell. Wise. Yeah. You don't need a wise. Yeah. Prince would be the one that's like in the audience, fucking with you. You know. <laughs> oh, there's that. There's a weird. There's a Neil Gaiman. Uh, short story called like the thin white duke which yeah. is like, like like just like that literally like i was just reading it and i was like oh it's gonna be like a little bowie thing and it's kind of like it just like supposes that bowie himself was just sort of like a like an astral traveler who like temporarily <coughs> inhabited the body of bowie and then like passed away whatever and i was just like reading it and i was like oh i'm crying now yeah. Yeah. like i was just like yeah. I, 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 cry. yeah it was just like unexpected and just a weird like collection of neil Maybe. gaiman short Isn't story that the story of all of us though? you know yeah. but, it, mean, but you it was just it, like, to be, but it's it was like completely it was like it blindsided me like i wasn't even like conscious like oh i'm sad i was like it's the, called the thin white duke i'm like it's a it's a thing about Bowie. I, I was like, it. got it, and I was like, why am I sad? I, th- <laughs> I, I mean, I think the definition of weeping is like a surprise cry too, right? Yeah. Like you can't just weep unless it surprises you. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I was just, I was like, oh, that was weird. Anyway, we can talk about that <laughs> for a whole other period. Uh, so, what is Forget the Box doing? Where can people check it out? And I know you have a show coming. I have ForgetTheBox.ca. So That's pretty easy, right there. Plugs ForgetTheBox.ca. Uh, and then our, uh, we've got an Indiegogo going on. You mm-hmm. can get to that through our Facebook, through our Instagram, through our uh, website itself. And we've got Just Fucking Local coming on yeah. July 13th at Barla Ritz. Yeah. Barla Ritz. Featuring, yeah. featuring the long-standing yeah. co-host of the show, Walter J. Ling. Yes. Walter, <laughs> Walter retired at episode 200 officially. And you know what? And you know what? And you know what? He's fuck him. Fuck him. And he, but he's still he's still forced his way into multiple many episodes. Shows, <laughs> many <Since> shows. <laughs> um, also, this 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 show just fucking local has a, a wonderful lineup. A lot of people I've had the pleasure of working with, and I love very much. Co-hosted by Abby Stonehouse, who we've spoken to, uh, featuring Alana Belfort, Michelle Dominique, Nazar Khan, Amarez, special guest Walter J. Ling, Morgan O'Shea, Joanna Salvarach. We've had like half those people on this show. I know. We're, what, and the other half can get fucked. <laughs> right. <laughs> get, get, listen, the other half can get on the first half's level. And maybe you know? Maybe they'll end up on We the should show. all just try to be in the same place, you know? Uh, nah. Spirit nah, of, spirit of that. something. Nah, nah, nah. Fuck them. Positive. Fuck Like, you know. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. My dad never helped me climb a ladder. No. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I like how we ended off with celebrity deaths, and Keith is like, "I'm gonna go sadder. Can we go sadder? Can we make this darker a bit?" Uh, thank you guys so much, Thanks. y'all. Thank you. This was a great time. Super oh fun. Thanks, guys. Hey there, loyal listener who listens to the show all the way past the closing credits. Um, Thank you for listening to Go Plug Yourself. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, if you enjoy the show, I cannot stress this enough. Please tell people about it. We don't really have a budget for marketing or fancy Facebook ads or putting up billboards on the street. Uh, we really have to rely on word of mouth, which uh, basically means that if you listen to the show and you enjoy the show, please uh, share it, link it, uh, tell your friends about it. Say, hey, there's this show called Go Plug Yourself. They talk to Montrealers or people that have stuff going on in Montreal or uh, just people that have stuff to uh, promote that we kind of care about. We can we can go outside of Montreal if we want to. Um, yeah, so just tell tell people about the show. It's a, it's a fun show. We, we like doing it a lot. We've done it for over 200 episodes, and it's in large part thanks to support from uh, people like you. Um, if you want to support the show 
at all, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash 9to5cc and uh, throw a couple bucks our way. It really helps with uh, the hosting fees for the most part. We're really not trying to make a profit on this. Um, and also, if you want to be a guest on the show or you know someone who might uh, want to be a guest on the show, you can uh, contact us either on Facebook or on Twitter. There's a bunch of ways to find us uh, and, uh, and let us know. And if the scheduling and the timing and everything works out, maybe you can be the next person who uh, comes on the show and uh, plugs something. A uh, big thank you, as always, to Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude, who provided our theme songs. And, of course, a thank you to uh, all of the hosts that we have on the show. Uh, Walter J. Ling, who is technically retired, but still sometimes hosts. Uh, Christopher Vendito, Lawrence Korber, and uh, Ines Anaya uh, all, are all amazing co-hosts, and you should support them and their comedy and uh, and all of that. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for choosing Go Plug Yourself uh, as one of your from the millions of podcasts. And have a beautiful day thank you 905.cc podcast blogs and comics made in montreal since 2011